Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs creating the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm Emily Aborn, and along with my co-host, Crystal Farley, we are here to give you the roadmap to success and the tools you need to build whatever this means for you. Crystal, are you over there texting? Totally texting. Yeah. I'm actually doing hashtag Flossbert, oh, if we're going to be that's the honest new, about it. That's the new hashtag we learned today, which we will get to when we introduce our guest. What is your favorite part about podcasting, Crystal? I love the storytelling aspect of it. Sometimes I don't also know what's going to come out of my mouth, which is kind of a fun thing to look forward to. That's super fun, especially when everyone can hear what's coming out of your mouth Mm -hmm. and it's broadcasted to, you know, our billions of listeners. I know, but I love it. Me too. I love it all. Um, I really like talking. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Just ask my husband. No, I really love talking. Um, But I also really like to listen. And even in addition to listening on here, I also like to listen to other people's podcasts. I'm like a podcast binger. Actually, one of the first podcasts that I started to listen to as a business owner was our guest today, who has a podcast of her own, as well as a good story. Amber Lily Estrom is a branding strategist and business coach, author, and speaker. She's been featured by Entrepreneur and Working Mother Magazine, the Gold Digger and Influencer Podcast and Mentor Box. She's the host of the Amber Liliestrom Podcast, which has over 100,000 monthly downloads. Wow, you have to tell us your secret in a minute. Um, we're going to hear more about Amber's story and how she works with women to build the businesses of their dreams. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Um, Amber, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started. What were you doing before you're doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so um, for the last five years, I've had the the honor and privilege of getting to serve female entrepreneurs and visionaries and creating their dream brands and businesses. And before that, uh, I was uh, the Associate Athletic Director for Marketing and Strategic Initiatives at the University of New Hampshire. So I always say, go Wildcats for my fellow UNHers. And I did that job for 10 years. Uh, it was on the heels of being the captain of the women's soccer team. And so I am like the epitome of, of bleed blue here uh, in our home state of New Hampshire. And in that profession, I, I taught sport marketing. I mentored students. I was responsible for all the corporate sales and for the execution of all of those contracts in our in-game promotions. I was responsible for shooting t-shirt cannons and organizing flyovers and skydivers and cheerleading and bands and all the things and also graphic design and just coming up with new innovative ideas to get people to come to our games and to support our student athletes and our mission. Uh, so it was really, really fun. It was an amazing, amazing job. And uh, my story, just to give you a, the the 30,000 foot view snapshot, when I was pregnant with my daughter back in 2013, I had a near-death experience during her birth. And it was really this quantum leap in consciousness, this awakening for me to tie together all of the things that I knew I wanted to be doing in my life that I wasn't quite doing at UNH. I was doing parts of it, but not the whole. And uh, now with this amazing little soul in the world and my new role as a mother, I knew that I needed to make some dramatic changes. And so uh, about eight months or so after her birth and obviously my survival, I'm here, (laughs) I launched my business from scratch. I left UNH with one client on the books, which was a pretty bold move. And we can talk a little bit about that if you want. But uh, I just knew it was what I was meant to do. And, um, you know, five years 
we've created a multiple seven figure business and I work from home and Ani's now six and my husband is retired from his police career and I'm living my dream, you know, every single day. And it's just, it's the best thing ever. Does your husband help you in the business? He does. Um, he helps in everything. He also has his own company. He's a podcast um, engineer. He produces podcasts and works with many female entrepreneurs, lots of my clients, and helping them launch their podcasts. Uh, he does all of like the video production stuff for me in the background as well. And, you know, does school pickup and grocery shopping and a lot of the the home stuff too. And, you know, really Ben's um, primary objective and goal was to be a stay-at-home dad. He really wanted that. And so it's pretty awesome to get to give him the opportunity to do that, to get to raise our daughter together and be more together than we are apart. I don't have kids, but one of my goals is to retire my husband. Yes. <laughs> so he can be like a stay-at-home woodsman. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? And he would love it. He would love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be so I don't warm. think he'll be complaining. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit, you said you, you would, um, tell us a little bit about how you found that first client and Mm -hmm. what it felt like to make that leap with just one person. Yeah. You know, um, so I had joined an online program, um, in March of 2014. And in that program, I ended up connecting with someone who offered to coach me, which was just like, she's was like a fairy godmother. And um, it turns out she was also a former HR professional. And so not only was she helping me in the business coaching piece, but she also helped me to figure out how to quit my job, you know, like what to do, because I had never, it was my only job. I had never quit a job before. And I really wanted to make sure that I left um, with, with integrity and gratitude and just really having that be a beautiful experience, especially because my education and everything, it's like my family um, was at UNH. And so she helped me with that, you know, kind of figuring out how to, when was the right time and what to do and how to communicate that and how to prepare my colleagues for that transition because they weren't expecting it, A, and B, um, I had the job of like 10 different people in a really lean department and I really wanted to make sure that I didn't just like leave them high and dry. So uh, I was preparing, you know, in the background and I was also in this group program. And what I did was I offered free uh, brand audits essentially. And I was going on people's websites and giving them um, feedback, you know, on what their brands were representing, what they were communicating. And then also this other angle of, of what I do in my work, just helping them acknowledge the places where they weren't really showing up, the parts that they were leaving out of about themselves in their brands and their businesses, which always translated to the most powerful parts of themselves. And so it's like life coaching, a little bit of soul coaching mixed in with also the business coaching piece. And they said, you know, this first client, um, after doing this one free session with her at the end of it, she said, you know, you've said things to me in this last hour that all of the coaches I've hired over the last few years of having a business have never said to me, and you've just really helped me awaken to the parts of myself that I've been leaving off the table that would actually help me to serve in a bigger way and feel more fulfilled in that process. I would like to hire you. And you guys, it was the funniest thing because I was so awkward and I did not have my sales pitch down. I was not polished. I I said, really, you want to hire me? And like my voice just got super squeaky and high. And um, I said, okay, um, okay, would you mind holding on for a second? I had to pull up a word doc to see like what my packages were. It was so, I was like the worst ever. And she was just laughed and she was so sweet. And I told her what my price was and it was a three month contract and it was $650, remember? And I felt like the richest person on the face of the planet when she said yes to that. And she paid me $650 for a month for me to coach her and work with her. I just thought, okay. We're onto something. I have arrived. Yes. And I'm like, if I can welcome in one client and like let my whole heart go and do this, 
then I could probably welcome in two. And if I could welcome in two, then I bet I could probably welcome in three. And so uh, in the way that the universe works, synchronicity abounds, I went into work the next day and had like the worst meeting in the entire world with one of my colleagues that just was very uncharacteristic of of this person and of our our relationship. And I thought, okay, this is a sign, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, you guys, when we are resisting what is naturally calling us forward on our own life journey path, true calling, uh, we're going to get the kick in the pants. You know, we're going to have the discomfort that is going to push us if we need to have us ourselves be pushed. And I told you guys that I had a near-death experience. That was because I wasn't listening to what life was leading me to. And I needed that dramatic awakening anybody else raise your hands if you are maybe a little bit stubborn at times and um never yeah (laughs) and I was uh so grateful for it because I was able to understand why it was happening and it wasn't about me it wasn't about him it was about the divine timing that I needed to I needed to go and so Ben and I talked about it over the weekend we had already crunched our numbers we already knew what it looked like and I thought if I dedicate the amount of time, effort, and heart that I put into this career and what I've been able to do with this career in the last 10 years, can you even imagine what I could create in my own business if I let myself loose to go do this thing? And and so I did. And um, I was there for one more month. I finished up my, my job there. And I'll never forget waking up on that first morning and hearing the birds chirp and hearing Ani babbling in her little crib and seeing her on the monitor and going in and waking up with her and just knowing like, this is what our life is now. Like, this is what we get to do. And I get to nap time hustle it, you know, and so nice when you don't have to shower until like four o'clock yeah. if you don't or want at to. All, yeah. you don't or want at to. all. Yeah. Or at all. Or wear pants. I mean, there's that too. It's so true. Um, so where do you think, I, you, you said you work with people that are not showing up in a certain area. What are some of those areas that you feel like you see repeated? Mm. I think that we do a really good job of mimicking uh, seeing other people, you know, shine. And then we try to shine the exact same way that they do. Um, So we follow their scripts. We learn from their methodologies. We learn their frameworks. And then we try to apply it in an exact way, in an exact science to what we're doing. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, it just, it's, it can't be a blanket. Let's try to do it exactly how Emily's doing it. Um, You don't want to do that. (laughs) Trust me. It's a choose your own adventure kind of thing. And so what people want to buy is what's unique and what's innovative and what's different, not what's a cookie cutter, which is always going to be a second rate version of what somebody else is trying to do. So um, I'm able to tap into the essence of what makes you unique and then help you go and create your thing uh, based upon that. Um, so it's interesting. It's a good segue for me to bring up uh, that I have actually seen you speak at a local event in Portsmouth. Women Inspiring Women um, hosted oh, yeah, you yeah. for a luncheon yeah. uh, last year, maybe. Uh, it was very, it was great. It was a great conversation. And one of the things that you had said that, and I think, and I would love for you to share a little bit more about it because it piqued some interest when I recently stated it on social media and in different words. But you talked about how people um, can can generate more momentum with their brand when they're having people connect, their audience connect with senses, Mm. right? And so I think that kind of goes with your uniqueness to, that's who you are, right? Is is how you're showing yourself and your brand is essentially how you connect to emotions, feelings, senses, taste, smell, all of that stuff. So would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Because I think that's a fascinating concept. Yeah, thanks for asking. Well, I would just ask you guys really quickly, we'll do a little experiment and we did this at that workshop too, just to, I'm going to say the name of a couple brands and I want you to just tell me what comes up for you? Just images. Oh, this is so whatever. fun. Okay. So the first one is Target. Spot. 
spot. What else? What color? Paper red. towels. Oh, red. red. Paper towels. Yeah. I mean, that's like the only thing about is there. A, is there a smell that associated when you walk into Target? Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Yep. And Popcorn. then Popcorn. I love Target. What's the Starbucks <laughs> brand bring up for you? Coffee. It's yeah. the best part of my day. And can you all smell Starbucks right now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Starbucks now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was Did still on that? Target. I was lost in Target. I was like She was like the down the hall. And... She's at Magnolia, like <laughs> hugging the pillows, smelling the candles. Exactly. Joanna, I yes. just bought a blender. <laughs> yes. So, so, right. So you just got census from that. I'm going to say another one. Walmart. People of Walmart. Yeah. Okay. Color. Blue. Blue. Smell. Subway. Subway. Bleach. I know. Both of your faces, too. Everybody, if you could just pick. And you maybe are doing it because you're listening to this podcast, making the same face. So, okay. So, census, right? You just were transported based upon a brand. I just said the name of the brand, and you went on a journey. You had smells, colors, that you were, like, seeing the people in the the aisles. You were Mm -hmm. seeing exactly what's in that little dollar section when you walk in the door. The greeter, the non-greeter, all that jazz. Yeah. And so this is the power of branding. This is the power of creating a brand that's really transformative. And so I love this because here's the deal, you guys. When, when we are able to adopt that, that notion that people are going to have an experience, a visceral experience of us when they hear our name, when they see our Instagram, they listen to our podcast, it's, it's transformative. And it creates, it creates a, a, a whole experience that is transcendent if you allow it to be. This is so interesting. So what do you want people to feel when they hear your name? Empowered. Um, most people will say that are, you know, part of the part of the tribe, they'll say, if the dream is in you, it's for you, which is one of my classic quotes. And um, I want them to just to, to know that that their dream is not an accident, that it's actually the the guidepost that's leading them to the truth of who they really are and that they're free to be exactly how they are and that it's going to require them to be really brave and bold and maybe like dance moves and jumping around and the Ignite Your Soul Summit and, you know, coming alive within themselves. But energy, really, I want energy to be a part of that. So a lot of people don't have, um, and a lot of people do have a support system at home. Like it sounds like, you know, and, you know, thank you for sharing your story about having your daughter, because that's definitely not an easy thing to share, let alone in public and, and all of that. So thank you. But, you know, you had this, it's the universe smacked you in the face and was like, you need to be doing something different with your life. And luckily, Ben is your husband, right? And he supports you and you are, you, you're, you have this amazing job. It's, you have this mentor that you're given as a gift. And then you have, you know, you tell us your story here, but some people don't have that. Yeah. Right. But they know that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice or words for people to kind of be not so afraid to take that next step or, you know, just. Well, I think it's, you know, it sounds very Cinderella right now. You know, we're telling the story. But if we really talk about what it was like, it wasn't that way. You know, it was uh, I want to create momentum with something that literally doesn't exist. I had no idea what I was going to do for my business, you guys. I had no idea. I was uh, a collegiate athletics marketing professional. How the heck do I translate that into entrepreneurship? How do I even have credibility there? You know, ultimately, I had an undergraduate degree in uh, English journalism, and I was a sport administration um, major for my master's. You know, like I taught sport marketing. But how does that translate to personal development, growth, leadership, you know, all these things? And so I had as much of a block, you know, as anybody. And how am I going to build this business? And then I joined this program and 
I just felt like this little fish in this giant pond. And I remember I would drive to work every day listening to Danielle Laporte's book, The Desire Map. And I would sit in the parking She's lot so great. of the field house. That's one of my most favorite books back then. It was it was just transformative for me. And I, I mean, the core question is around how to determine your core desired feelings and how you want to feel. And at that moment in my life, I didn't know how to give myself permission to feel how I wanted to feel. I was living in alignment with what was going to move the needle forward on the UNH Athletics brand mission and how I was supposed to be in order to fit in to the way things had to happen in order for us to be successful, right? I just had a lot of old programming in there that I had to work on overriding. And so I would sit in the car listening to that, like power myself up to go in to, to the department to do the thing, you know, to sit in the meetings and, and be away from my baby now, which was like my heart was getting ripped out of my chest, you know, having to say goodbye to her each morning, knowing like I didn't want to miss her childhood. I didn't want to miss the moments I couldn't get back. But I didn't have a business. I didn't have something to replace my 10-year income, you know, the salary that I was supported my family with benefits and also with what I was earning, you know, and I had gotten a promotion every two years in that job. So, I mean, I was pretty well established there. And so I think it's really important to speak to if you want to create momentum in a different direction, it requires baby steps. And it requires committing yourself in new new practices to what it is you want to create. And my husband is the most supportive person on the face of the planet, but he had no idea, you know, like what to tell me or what to do. Just like, okay, honey, good job. Like, keep going. Yeah, you can do it. You know, but he wasn't like, but I'm like, but how? But just tell me what to do. Like, I didn't have a person to tell me what to do. And so I just had to try a lot of things and I had to throw spaghetti at the wall and I had to be curious and, and creative. And I was the, the mom who was sitting up and on the computer after finally wrestling that baby to sleep because she was just a non-sleeper. Ben's on the night shift as a police officer and I have to go to work in how many hours. And I'm trying to make my little Squarespace website, trying to load up the pictures and figure out how to put the freaking spacers in. Oh, those things so, are like, the give worst. me a break with that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it took me so long to figure that out. And this is like the first thing I try to try to teach people now so that they don't have to go through that pain. Right. But I would, I just Oh, and I called myself the brand love coach and I had a little brandlovecoach.com. Cute. That is I had this cute. little brand and I was so proud of it, you guys, but um, it was, it was messy and it wasn't perfect. And um, I struggled. And so I just want people to hear that the beginning is going to be messy and it's going to be hard. And just know that that's the affirmation that you're on the right path. And by golly, you know, get a mentor, get someone to walk with you, walk with somebody who's done what you want to do. Like, just shortcut your process that way. It's still going to be hard. They're not going to do it for you, but just it makes it so much easier. Who was yours? This is, She's not even in coaching anymore. Her name's Zoe Richards. She lives in the UK. Okay. Her 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 voice sounds like Mommy Pig from um, Peppa Pig. I love Peppa Pig. And so we would always joke, like, uh, Ani would come over, like, toddling over, and she would hear her talking on the computer and say, like, think it was Mommy Pig talking to me. It was the sweetest thing. I love Zoe so much. And I had the gift of actually getting to help her with coaching just last year, which was just such a cool full circle, you know, gratitude kind of moment. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. You're so right about the middle being messy. And I think we, I, I mean, I forget that, you know, I'm like, how long have I really been doing this? And I expect things to be just so much further than they are. Um, and I think we all do that. We, we expect an outcome to happen overnight. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your daily habits. I know you're a big walker. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to also share a message from our sponsor for the episode, which is Her Tribe Athletics. So 
oftentimes when I'm listening to your podcast, I hear like the birds and I can't tell if it's my pod, my birds or your <laughs> birds. Um, but New Hampshire is the perfect place for exercising in the great outdoors. And I try to do it year round. Um, so today's podcast episode sponsor, she provides women with affordable, comfortable workout clothing, no matter their shape and size and no matter the season, it's clothing that doesn't get in the way during your workout and it fits just the way you want it to. And this past summer, I actually fell in love with her workout shorts and hoodie, and I can't wait to get some of the leggings. Crystal, you wear her Tribe Athletics also, don't you? I do. I love her new long sleeve where you can see the watch and she designed it so that there's a cutout for it. So handy. So you yeah. don't have to pull your sleeve up. That, amazing. That'd just be like an annoying extra step. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can learn more about Meg at www.hertribeathletics.com and use promo code SHEBUILTTHIS to get 10% off your next order. Promo code SHEBUILTTHIS. Um, so tell us a little bit, Amber, about some of your habits in addition to walking. I think you mm-hmm. like get out in nature every single day, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we live um, on a lake and we live in the woods. And so as much time as I can possibly spend out there, I do. As you know, I literally record the podcast sometimes while walking my Focus Friday episodes and just keeping it as real as possible. And then I say to Ben, you know, good luck editing that, honey. I love you. Um, so... Yeah. So my daily practices, rituals, it starts with just a very simple question. And this is a daily question. And it is, what does my soul need today? And I listen and I listen. And often my body's like, well, I would like to tell you some things that I need to, not just the soul here. Um, and I just try to tend to my overall well-being and health. And um, and some days that looks like meditating. Um, most days it looks like some sort of journaling, just kind of processing through whatever's, whatever's on top for me. Um, but moving my body, you know, I was a division one athlete. I am, I'm a kinesthetic being as it is. I just, I, at any of my live events, you'll see, I'd move a lot. And and I ask my audience to move a lot because it helps us to access parts of ourselves and in our brains that we can't when we're just sitting stagnant. And so I, I practice what I preach with that and really try to practice, practice optimal health and well being as, as it relates to food and nutrition and managing that and sleeping well and, um, eating well, drinking, hydrating, all those things, you know, it's just such a, it's such a, uh, commitment on a deep level. So I don't have like this regimented daily thing that I do because I trust myself enough to meet the needs that are most necessary. Um, I do also, before I go to bed every night, I, I map out my next day. I set my intentions for the next day. I talk about what I'm grateful for from the day before Ben and I always talk about, uh, what we're grateful for. And then also like, what's really good? What, like, what are we celebrating? What's great in our world? And we just get into this sort of gratitude snowball together before bed every single night. And it just really sets the stage for sleeping well and then waking up really well the next day as well. I love the gratitude snowball. Yeah. I love that too. We, at dinner time, my husband and I, we have to share three things of gratitude with each other from the day. And it's like seeking out, Emily, like you've mentioned before, seeking out gratitude where you wouldn't normally find it. It's really nice. Mm. Um, okay, so we have a, a listener question. This oh, is great. from Jessica Ter- Terzakis. Great. She was recently at your Ignite Your Soul Summit Live, mm-hmm. and she wants to know what it's like to build multiple businesses, kind of what that looks like, and what maybe some of us wouldn't know about that. Mm. You have to just constantly prioritize, you know, and you have to be pretty honest about 
Um, what is moving the needle forward? Obviously, what's bringing you the most joy uh, and dovetail with that, what's bringing in the most revenue? You know, and so looking at that and putting those and, ha- and being current with your numbers, I know Jessica will like that. Uh, and, and looking at that and doing that analysis on a regular basis to say, okay, you know, this, I'm putting a lot of time and effort and energy into this. Can we bring more revenue into the podcast? So we're talking about sponsorship right now as well, because I just haven't been doing that. I've been using my own sponsorship. In right. The, you use your podcast to yeah, sell your events, which right. I think is brilliant. Yes. And so I think there's there is a space for additional sponsorship. So we're, we're exploring that. Um, and then, you know, looking at the programs, I have multiple programs. So it's looking at which one is the most fun, which one is the most profitable, which requires the most output, uh, which doesn't. And then how do we plan accordingly with that? So I think that's the key. And then, you know, with the multiple businesses, um, you know, it brings me back to the time when Ben and I were making the decision about you know, me leaving the corporate career before him making a transition. And it was like, you know, who who has the capacity to make the biggest impact right now? And it was clear that my business and, and me, I was the one that was going to be the difference maker um, right out of the gate in that moment. And that Ben was going to stay in that police job until we were ready to transition him out of that. Um, and then even now, you know, certain things like, does it make more sense for you to be with Ani on this? And and so that I can go do what I need to do so I can do my sales calls because they have a, they'll yield a higher revenue percentage. You know, like we literally talk like that. <laughs> so how do you track it? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have all the traditional thing, you know, QuickBooks and spreadsheets, yeah. but, but I'm just like such a Google Docs girl. You know, we just did all of our um, financials for all of our live events and we looked at that and it's like, okay, you know, where are we? Um, what's most profitable? And even to be completely honest, I give myself the out, you guys, on everything. So it's like, if I don't want to do the Ignite Your Soul Summit again, I don't have to, you know, like it does not determine my worthiness or whether or not uh, I'm a good at what I do. Um, it has to make sense on paper and it has to make sense in my heart. And so we are about to announce the date for 2020. We have not done that yet because I was giving myself enough time space to really look at the numbers and really look at the whole thing. And it's an extremely profitable event and in it, in it serves my heart in a huge way and it's made a huge impact. And uh, it wasn't until... We received the promo video from our uh, videographers that they, we had these other guys, Aimless Focus, they're actually a New Hampshire brand too. And they put this video together and I watched it and I started crying in the first two seconds of the video. And then I thought, okay, we like, I, even if I don't want to, I, I have to, <laughs> I have to do this event again because it just makes such a huge impact on people's it's lives. It's like if somebody asked you to do your wedding again, you'd be like, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe not all. I think of the, was great. I think of the summit as um, like my business wedding, frankly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like we get to have a business wedding every year. That's like how I feel about She Built This. Every year I'm in the room with like 200 people. I'm like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, you both talk about it, serving others. You know, can you, would you mind sharing a little bit more about why that's so important? Yeah. You know, I just know what it feels like um, to want something different and to know that there's something more that I'm supposed to be doing in this life. And also to be, you know, I'm a survivor of trauma. I'm I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And so that's a part of my story. And uh, I'm an overcomer, you know, and uh, I think I know what it feels like to feel like a victim, to live like a victim, to be in pain, to not know how to use your voice. 
and and what it looks like when you're courageous enough and vulnerable enough to overcome that. And so I'm just so passionate about helping other women use their voices. I just believe in all of us in the biggest way. And I I just my heart beats for that that notion that if the dream is in you, it literally is for you. It's not a mistake. And guess what? None of us in this room right now or anyone listening to this is going to have the same exact dream. And then when other women tell you what their dream is, I, I love this. I do this experiment at events all the time. I did it this weekend at an event and I said, okay, share all of your dreams. And these women raised their hands and told us what their dreams were and they're super brave. And then after I said, okay, you heard all these dreams. I have a question for you. Were you threatened by anyone's dream or were you just inspired by it? And they were like, oh, wow. Right? Our dreams are not in competition with one another. Right, right. That's really important to hear. Yeah. So, So here's the thing. You have a responsibility to that dream. It is what you're here for, friend. And so I'm really passionate about, first of all, hearing what people's dreams are and then doing whatever I can to support them to help bring it to life. And you're also in the process, if I'm not mistaken, of writing a book, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's been a it's been a start and stop kind of process. It's it's rugged, you know. It's rugged to put it all out on the page. And um, short of motherhood, writing a book has been my my oldest dream. And so it's kind of like just that in and of itself, I put a lot of pressure on myself around it. But the topic of this book is really the underbelly of what my work is about, and that's worthiness. And, um, you know, the the two most common human fears are uh, the fear of not being enough and, and not um, being worthy of love and belonging. And so if you think about it, anything that stops us from wanting to proceed on the path to our dream, it's always because we don't think that we are worthy of that dream. We are afraid of what other people are going to say, which means we're afraid of not being loved or belonging. And it's at the core of what holds people back. And it's actually at the core of what leads people to being inhumane to one another because of their fear. And I learned early, early on as a survivor of of sexual abuse that hurt people hurt people. Um, And so I'm I'm just here to to help people understand and actually right at the beginning of our our last event and Jessica might have shared this with you we I handed out worthiness trophies to every woman in the audience and I just said you know I'm just going we're just going to get this out of the way because every one of you in here is worthy of love belonging of your dreams of your best life like every single human on this planet is worthy of that and we've just lived a, a real narrative that's opposite to that and so I'm just going to give this to you. And it was kind of a funny moment, but I will tell you the number of social media posts of people that, where it meant a lot to them to have these trophies. And I said, please put this on your desk. Please put this on your bathroom mirror. Please put it somewhere where you see it every single day. And it serves as a touch point of not only the experience you had at this event, of the clarity that you've discovered, but of the truth of who you really are and what your life is here for. I love it. I know. I get. Where's our trophy? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't bring it. I'll send them to you. (laughs) I think what's really cool um, about people like you and the work that you do is that um, for every person that you see, you 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 see excitement. You see somebody that's empowered. You see somebody that's on it that can do great things. And I think you know, like you say, the narrative that we have told ourselves for so long is that we don't feel like we can. Mm -hmm. And so if you can give people. 10% 10% of that excitement that you have for them, mm-hmm. it will change their life. Yeah. So I genuinely appreciate that about the work you do. Thank you. I, I receive that and appreciate it. Tell us a little bit, um, tell our listeners how they can find you online, connect with you, where you want them to 
message you all that. Yeah. That so you can head to my website, amberlilliesham.com. Um, there'll be a little pop-up for a free gift, my seven secrets to uplevel your brand and land your dream client. So, and all kinds of other goodies. The podcast is there, my blog, um, all my programs and all that jazz. And then uh, in addition to that, I'm on Instagram and I love it. And yeah. You're a good Instagrammer. Thanks. You're an Instagram sensation. I love it. <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so kind. I would just, yeah, send me a DM. I respond to everybody. Um, I would love it if you you guys could share this podcast episode and then tag all of us and that way I can reshare it and shout you out in love on you and share with us what your biggest takeaway was what was the what served you the most from today's conversation with these amazing soul sisters we need to start challenging people to do that all the time crystal I agree yeah that's what helps you grow your podcast yes. it's noted so there you go noted so help us friends yes. share this episode and what your biggest takeaway was yes thank you so much for joining us thank this you. was awesome and fun and really inspirational thank yeah. you guys so much i appreciate you for more information on the she built this podcast you can check us out online at www.shebuiltthis.org thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time